I'm Josh Barrow. And I'm Lynette Lopez. And this is Hard Pass. I'm here with Sally Krawcheck. She's basically a business queen. If you've never heard of her, <laughs> it's because you've never read the Wall Street Journal and are likely a troglodyte. She basically ran wealth management all over Wall Street for most of her career. Now she is helping women invest with a new network and a new business, Elvest. Um, I wanted to talk about something that we talked about privately a little bit, which is this J.P. Morgan Vineyard Vines store. We talked about it privately on Twitter because you killed me oh when my you gosh. wrote that article. Why, thank you. You slayed me. Well, I, pers- I, I don't know if... I don't know why J.P. Morgan, which is trying to exude this, okay, we're becoming more diverse, anybody can come work for us, etc., would decide to put within its headquarters a store that celebrates grown people wearing pink and green as a serious fashion there? choice. I think it just started. It just It's like a pop-up situation for Casual Friday. Right. It really, I think, gets to an important issue with... You know, fish don't know there's water. Um, individuals who grew up in privileged circumstances and, you know, were preppy in the real sense of preppy, went to prep school, um, went to an Ivy League college, doesn't actually see the fact that these clothes exude a certain lifestyle that most individuals will never achieve and that the people who they're trying to hire don't, don't achieve and that it feels exclusionary. That we put put these environments together, where, whether they are environments in which there are many people of a certain kind and make other people feel excluded, whether it's the clothes, whether it's the symbols, whatever, but they don't know it. You have a thing about it. I have it. a thing about a it. A thing about it, right. Which, because of your very different background... I'm, I'm brown. I'm a Lopez. Feel, right? Yeah, I see it. You know, I can see it. And but it's like we were talking about earlier. I, work, I worked on Wall Street for years, years and years, and never really recognized how male it was. The, we talked earlier, war analogies, sports analogies, TV around investing is like ESPN. I remember when I got booted out of running Merrill for Bank of America. And in the weeks following it, you know, I went home to visit my parents. I went to visit my brother. I mean, I sort of got out of New York. And p- the anger people had for the banks at that point in time, and having just been in the bank and then just out of the bank, thinking these guys have no idea what's going on out there. Because of that bubble, when you meet people who don't look or talk or think or act like you, you don't expect them to know the things that you know. So were you ever on any of these culture boards? Oh, yeah. You know, how, how did decision-making there work? Did you think it was actually very productive on Wall Street? How, how'd it go? Big sigh. Big sigh. Oh, big Megyn sigh. Kelly so, size sigh. Big sigh. I, you know, this culture question, I, I just don't know. It, the CEO is enormously important. The senior leadership team is enormously important. Um, I am distressed, distraught, distressed, distraught? Both. Very. About the New York Times op-ed from a handful of weeks ago about the bro culture and the bro language on Wall Street. Um, not because I'm stupid and don't know that those kind of things don't go on. I didn't realize they went on to the extent they do. What was actually distressing to me is one of the companies that he mentioned is Credit Suisse. And he's, he's no longer there, but the CEO of Credit Suisse, I have all, Brady Dugan, who ran it for years, I have all the regard in the world for. I am a Brady Dugan fan. 
And yet this was happening at his bank. And here's a guy who I think is a good guy, who I think well-intentioned in every way, but it's happening there. I mean, the other place was happening was Bank of America, where, which is also a place I worked. So that was distressing too. So as I sort of rolled that over in my mind, these mandates from the top on culture or on diversity, et cetera, they don't necessarily work. How do you make it work? I think you make it more diverse. I, I really do. So what's distressing to me as you look at the industry is that it is, it, you know, as of a couple of years ago, and I'm, I'm almost certain this is still true today, it was less diverse than it was before the financial crisis. Yeah. And oh. that kind of the majority versus the minority can lead to that us versus them as, you know, we're seeing a little bit in our country right now. Absolutely. As well. But I think that's how you change it by not having an us versus them, but having an eclectic group. Vineyard Vines is also a client of J.P. Morgan's. Of course which it is. Of course it is. Yeah. There's no doubt in my mind. Of course it's a client. Of yeah, course yeah. it is. That's how these things work. Yeah. But I think it was. I think it was either someone who wasn't thinking or someone who didn't know to think. But that's actually the issue. Hard Pass is produced by Ben Riskin. Our cover art is by John Fulton, and the music you are hearing is by Aaron Leader. 